0: Get
1: up. Where I What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Oop. Marty Sleva, and Sam Clayborn. Cop me back. We've got. <laughs> Great show for this week. We got to talk about um, the next Far Cry, which is now officially announced. Uh, We'll do some theorizing about that. We're going to talk about what was uh, the best-selling console and best-selling game here in the U.S. last month. But first, Sam, I hear there's a new IGN app, a new hot new IGN app. Oh yeah, I have it right here. All the kids are using on my hottest app in every high school in the nation.
2: A I
3: telephone hear. application? It's a yeah. telephone
2: application. You know what's really cool about this app and you can watch me play with it on YouTube is that uh, <laughs> one of my favorite features about it is that now you can just swipe and you can just swipe over to uh, only games content if you yeah. want. And that's something that... Uh, right. Get that movie stuff out of there. Yeah, I mean, you know... Who I watches just, them? Not at all, I like Logan. the main feed of IGN. I like all the TV and uh, movie stuff we have. Mm-hmm. And you can isolate that too by just tapping on movies or TV. But uh, I hear all the time from people like, w- why can't I just look at game stuff? You can do that now. Yeah. SAP's great for that. You can
4: also watch a video that sort of just lives in the little corner, and you can browse the rest of the site while the video is still playing.
2: Uh, let me tell or you, Damon. You can just swipe it any direction to get rid of it. Yeah. Just get out of here.
3: My favorite thing about the IGN app is yes. the Read Later button. You can oh, tap yeah, the yeah, little icon in the corner that, and yeah. then just save them. Then they're in a nice little feed where it's like. Mm-hmm. It's good for uh, wikis,
2: especially. Like yes. I bounce in yeah. uh, from search you know, to like a page on shrines or something. I can actually just save it, yeah. and it'll be in the app.
1: Sam also discovered you can turn off review scores. Yeah, well, if you don't yeah. want to. Or yeah, on. For sure. Uh, you can turn them
2: on. From your uh, feed, like a, of everything, if you're just going through and rolling you know, through all stories, you, keep, you can turn off review scores. Now, when you go to the review, you're going to see the score at the bottom yeah, of it. I mean, it's definitely, span.
3: this has been a, like, it, it sounds like it's very shilly, but I actually like, I mean, I like the app a lot. Yeah, and I'm I always like, very it pleased I with, it's a like... a
4: monstrous improvement over the last one.
3: We always try to do our best to make everything we release, you know, just an A-plus great product, and sometimes we really land it, and then sometimes it's like, well, we didn't quite get there the
2: first time mm-hmm. around. And the app, I, I'm actually, the, the product team, yeah. I really like it. Anyway, it's it a, has a notification system, too, which is, yes. only, like, we, want, we will not abuse it. Uh, but during E3, I highly recommend you get this, because we have exclusives, and we have stuff that only we will have first, and you might want to hear about it first.
1: So it's available now for in the... I iOS App Store. I think it's coming to Android soon. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. Moving on to the news of the week. Ubisoft, uh, during their financial call this week, they confirmed that they'll have another uh, another Assassin's Creed, Far Cry Five. They yeah. said they gave it the number. Uh, the Crew Two. And a couple other games are all coming within the next year, uh, before the end of this fiscal year. We already talked about Assassin's Creed recently. Uh, leaks point to it being either Origins or uh, something set in Egypt. We, we know about all that, and we expect that to be revealed very soon. i my more interested in talking about Far Cry 5 today. I'm a huge Far Cry fan ever since Far Cry 3, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed Far Cry 4. I even enjoyed Far Cry Primal.
2: Yeah. A lot. How are those cave bears? They're tough. <laughs> yeah,
3: really it's tough. the worst kind of bear.
1: <laughs> yeah, arguably. But you get a little saber-toothed tiger friend. Yeah. Follows you around everywhere. It's great. Uh, Far Cry 5. There's some rumors. Uh, so for the logo is uh, presented in red, white, and blue, which seems to be, it could be a hint towards it taking France? place within France. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, taking place within the United States. There's some rumors that some people think it's a uh, Western set in the Old West, oh, but then yeah, I think Ubisoft cool. itself has sort of denied yeah, that. Yeah, that, oh. that rumor that rumor was kind of dumb because a bunch of people were
4: reporting on it, and then it was this echo chamber, and someone actually asked Steve Gamo on the earnings call. He's like, are you guys worried about Red Dead? And he's like, it's not a Western. Stop it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: competing. I think with
2: they would the they do dimension. a good job at making it look really good as a Western, yeah, though. So. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it would look really good anyway, I'm mm-hmm. sure. For sure.
1: You know, I, Games. He, Ooh. E3's right around the corner, right around the corner. Uh surely this game will be revealed not too long. Uh what would what would Ubisoft have to show you to get you really excited about Far Cry five? Mm. Remember when those bridges were blowing up in uh in... Just
2: Cause three? Yes. I want that in Far Cry. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> exploding bridges. Yeah. Just exploding bridges. Yeah, no, I like I like the idea of like deformable environments. I really, really like that in uh, yeah. open world stuff now. And we can do it. The technology. It we have, exists. We have yeah. the technology. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we have we the technology. We can rebuild it. Yeah, I'd like to
3: see that. No, I mean, I think the franchise has really, it's become, uh, you know, the original Far Cry was a game that more or less played it straight. And from Far Cry 2 on, it's just been kind of insane. And it's really leaned into, you know, especially with 3, although that was a little bit uh, uh, there in 2 as well. Like, it's just become, like, I want to see some story trailer that when I'm done watching it, like, my eyes are just, like, wide. And I'm like, Whoa.
4: Well yeah, I mean the the, the mainline Far Cry since two between uh the Jackal and then uh Voss and then Pagan Min and Four have always had these iconic, incredible bad guys. Like these villains that are like some of the best villains in video games. And so yeah, if they do reveal it, I feel like they need to have a foot forward. Like Primal and Blood Dragon were both I mean, Blood Dragon was a DLC offshoot Primal. There was that controversy that I had the same map as four, so it sort of felt like a a half step forward. Uh, So, given that this is proper Far Cry Five, seemingly no subtitle, um, yeah, I would love the 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 first 4 to be some sort of a cool iconic villain played by some great actor. actor. I want to see like fun systemic
3: interactions. Uh, Like four had it, but it was really three where like I'm going to open this tiger cage and then he's going to go to town for me. I'm going to load up this truck with C4, drive it into a town, bail from the truck, blow up the C4 and like that was the way that you could take over like there's all these crazy videos of people taking over camps in like really unexpected ways and uh, yeah. I hope we have enough freedom mm-hmm. you know I mean it's a it's a open world shooter with you know polished gameplay and a lot of player freedom with
4: just insane villains and story. Like yeah. And if it is like you know a great. lot of the hints of point that takes place in America like I wouldn't expect it to take place in urban America because these aren't really urban games these are outdoorsy games Yeah. so don't think you're going to be running around like Chicago or New York or San Francisco, Maybe. like yeah, I don't know, but like something like the Rockies or like what's, the South. What's been the setting for everyone? Were the first two in Africa? The first, no, one the first, one first one was on an island. Island. Yeah. And that was cri- like don't crisis. Yeah, yeah. Like don't even look at the first one as a yeah. Far Cry game because that, crisis, was, that, that you wasn't far far even. Far Cry used Two, two
2: is yeah. in Africa. That was Africa? It
4: was yeah, that was the one where you have malaria. And three is back to like an island. The Bahamas. The yeah. yeah, and then actually the Bahamas. Believe so. The Caribbean, right? Yeah, I don't know that going. that's specified. I thought definitely it was a the Pacific Bahamas. Island. It was absolutely the Bahamas. I don't gotcha. know. I, okay. I don't know. That's where I feel like Brody would go to the Bahamas. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I do yeah. believe that. And then four was like the Himalayas. Isn't it weird that three has that whole separate island? Yeah, it's a really unnecessary island. I don't like it. Yeah. It's like in Lost when they introduced the second island. Yep, <laughs> that's pretty soon. Exactly like second island's never a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember
3: that in Lost. Yeah, and then it's like right there. They're like, where are we? That's where You're on another
4: island, and you're like, But then next season, they're like, oh, it's right there. Oh, wait. No, that's what I want from Far Cry. I just want it to be lost. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's 100% what I want. All right, yeah. Which I guess we just said was Far Cry 3. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, I do wonder. So wildlife has always been a big part of of these games. So I wonder if it is set in some sort of uh, rural or wildlife setting in the U.S. I wonder what that means. Buffaloes. (laughs) <laughs> Buffalo, yeah.
4: yeah. there's there's bears like if you go up in the, like Yosemite or, or they, they might have to
1: get a little uh, creative maybe yeah. well, okay.
2: Cry the last uh, what uh, the Primal one that could have been the United States right did they ever set
4: well, the, well I mean it, they literally took the, it was it was the, the same <laughs> Himalayas. yes. so the Pangaea version yeah. of that are, they,
3: are cougars and mountain lions the same animal
4: no definitely not man
3: uh, I think they are
1: sure I don't about
4: know a, no a cougar is a girl and a mountain lion's boy.
1: Mm. You guys, because you because nice. you mentioned Pangaea. Have you guys ever heard of Pangaea Ultima? No. In 2 like t- 2 million years, it's going to go back to another oh, Pangaea nice. and it's called Pangaea Ultima. That's great. Yeah, that's great, right? to make Why? A, a good final that? fantasy spell.
4: Yeah. What's Wait, going on? That's pretty good. You're worried about animals. I have I have an idea. It takes place uh near an abandoned zoo. Ooh. So all those zoo animals are there. So you <laughs> can just do whatever animals you want. There's a roller coaster. Maybe be you incredible. Will... <laughs> oh, I really want that. Maybe you are an it animal. It can blow apart. Yeah, what if you are an animal like an anamorph of some sorts? Ooh. What if you play as a gorilla?
1: <laughs> I mean, what if? <laughs> we're just spitballing here. No ideas are too crazy. Nothing is off this the table. This is why we don't develop video games. What
2: if it's about kaiju?
1: Uh, far Kaiju? Mm-hmm.
2: Far Kaiju. Really Hashtag Far Kaiju. Would play. No. Would play.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I, I like the idea of it being uh, based in America. I, I don't know. I, the, The the series has been so, it's been very exotic. The settings have been very exotic to me. So the idea of, they'd have to kind of get pretty creative in in order to set it here in our own backyard and have it, have that same sort of like wild feeling like you are someone who is completely out of their element in a very dangerous setting, you know, you trying to use your wits to survive. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know if it is America, if it's modern America, if it's America 50 years ago, 100 years ago, probably not 100
4: years
2: ago. Or in space.
1: I hope it has outposts. That's yes. all. That's all anybody really wants from afar. Outposts are so fun. I love outposts. I love any game with outposts in it. They have it in like Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah, I feel oh, like the crew yeah. had some outposts. Those are bad. No, they had the the towers that you crew, got. The crew? I mean, they had these
4: towers. Yeah, like, that's, kind the, them that's
3: kind of the... even the crew had towers. towers yeah. you had to go find them and reveal the map. That's the Ubisoft thing, right?
1: And you did, you were doing this. Yeah, did you yeah, had to drive they, up. You had to yeah.
4: drop into yeah. the tower, what? and then the thing went. And the you had went. No you know idea. You didn't drive up to the top of the tower, but you did. Drove no,
1: not to the top of the tower, but like near the tower. You
4: had to.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I hope there's outposts. And then we have to talk about climbing. Yeah, will well, you be so able to climb? What anything? level of climbing was there in four. It's the same sort of thing in until one. you can keep going until it gets too steep, and then yeah. you just can't. I mean, that's the whole thing. There's like hills in that game. There's
4: no not usually this
1: mountains in. I mean, yeah, it is the whole mountain be, range on the the north side of the map. Yeah.
4: We're now going to be entering this thing this fall where we start getting these open world games on a post Zelda world. And I know Tell everyone gets mad that we talk climbing. about Zelda, <laughs> but like. After Zelda, like you gotta and climb everything.
3: You yeah. know, like the media trained developers are like whoever gets trotted out to do the interviews, they're gonna have to have some prepared answer yeah. for like you know what. We how, respect our friends at Nintendo and excited yeah. to see what's next. Yeah, <laughs> or just like how climbable are the objects in your game? Be like, well, you know, our game is rooted in a certain amount of realism. Our and game is boots on the ground. Not
2: <laughs> <laughs> our character doesn't boots have hands. Hand. Next question.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh,
2: Could Mega Man climb
3: everything. You could, you could infinitely wall jump in Mega Man X. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: You could climb between walls. You know, there's a lot of games where Mega Man is portrayed as having two hands. Yeah. yeah. But like on Actually, the box. Like, no, and even in the game. In the game. So I, But I don't know. Does it, like, switch into a gun? Yeah, it I would imagine. Does it turn into a gun? Yeah, I would imagine. Like, and that's it, how he... It happens instantly when you fire. When yeah. you hit the fire button, it's just like... I mean, yeah. I'm not saying... I'm just, I'm just trying to understand. I'm just pudgy Mega Man. Yeah. Pudgy Sonic. Pudgy uh, Pikachu.
4: Pudgy Pikachu.
2: If you want to see Pudgy Mega Man, you should see the Commodore sixty four version of Mega Man. Yeah, where they just made they made they're like we're gonna make this a little bit more graphically intensive than the NES can handle, and so they just added like pixels around his round cheeks. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. he has like a little bit more of a gut, I think. It's really silly looking. looking. He's
1: more gray than blue. Yeah, Yeah. that was on Commodore, right, or Amiga, or something. It was was a PC version of Mega Man. One of those early early computer versions. Uh, Ubisoft's recent successes have all been online games as a service Mm -hmm. with. Rainbow Six, The Division, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, For Honor. So I wonder if these new editions of Far Cry and Assassin's Creed are still going to be leaning into Mm. the traditional single-player experience. I mean, I think
3: they learned their lesson with Assassin's Creed. At least, certainly, like nobody really—they really pushed you know
4: unity in a very heavily online direction, and uh, you know, uh, people didn't. And they 180 aided with Syndicate, which yeah. was purely single player. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious about that. You know, their earnings call was definitely it was them touting games of services, touting the sales of um, of Ghost Recon and For Honor, but then also being like, but still, people were playing Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, even though we didn't release those games. So um, yeah, they're they're sort of walking that line really carefully. Have yeah. you ever listened to an earnings call? I listened to the one yesterday. You did? Yeah. Okay. It was yeah, boring. They're terrible. Is it
2: just <laughs> Q and A?
4: No, the first oh, half no. the first we'll half is prepared.
2: The first half of it is
3: Ibidd and other numbers that like we don't understand.
4: Phone. Yeah, you can't. I can't ask anything. Uh yeah, the first half is is, is
1: them touting their successes and the second half are very bad questions.
4: What a holdover. Yeah, yeah. right.
1: So, yeah, I, yeah I, I listened to a bunch of financial calls back in my day as a newsman. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, they talk for a long time, and it's all, like, they're prepared statements, and that's boring. But the Q&A is oftentimes very interesting because it's the shareholders who, like, aren't oftentimes aren't gamers. Yeah. They just want to know what's going to, like, make the money. So they're asking things like, where's, where is where's Grand Theft Auto 6? Yeah. <laughs> and they'll ask questions and like, be like will, will it have
2: microtransactions? Exactly,
1: yeah. They when ask you, all these crazy and questions.
3: And you get an enter- I mean, news comes out of them because, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're wise to people like IGN being sure. on these calls now but back then it's some cfo that again he doesn't know or care about video games at all mm-hmm. like both people in the conversation don't know games they see numbers on a spreadsheet and so they'd be like yeah you know we got another assassin's creed coming fiscal year and like that game hasn't been announced, announced. yeah 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 that used to happen a and lot more like scoop it, yeah. does, it doesn't happen anymore but that used to be like the fiscal call thing
1: yeah it's great i remember those days too <sighs> good old days uh moving on this week we learned that the Nintendo Switch was the best-selling console here in the U.S. in April. That makes it the second month in a row. Uh, it was also the best-selling console in March. And Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was the best-selling game in April. So What a turnaround for Nintendo, yeah. man. Well, yeah. So I, these are, you know, objectively, this is good news for Nintendo. But it, the Switch just launched, yes. so obviously there's going to be a lot of excitement around it. And a lot of people already have a PlayStation 4, so, you know... Uh, I would imagine a lot of people are picking up the Switch as like their second console, so I wonder if like, a year from now, is the Switch still the best-selling console a year from now? That would be re- pretty impressive to me. Yeah.
3: No, I mean, I think we're like the more and more time that passes, the more confident I am that this thing is going to be a runaway success. Like we sort of felt that at launch, like people seem to really be liking this thing. They're playing it at restaurants They're playing it, you know, before their movie starts. Um, And then every single time you see a scene like that, like every single time someone tweets out like playing Zelda on the plane, like that's an advertisement for this console in a way that like the other consoles aren't really getting. Um, You know, you saw the whole the professional soccer team all like playing their Switch on the bus or in in the airplane. Like Jimmy Fallon's
4: tweeting about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I. I totally agree it's going to be a huge success I think it's going to level out and I think PS4 is going to go back to being the number one selling console of most months mm. personally well, but the, I Beyond. will say there's <laughs> there's 40 million PS4s already sure. out there yeah.
1: so it's like well it, there's I think it's more like 50 million now right
3: yeah. I, okay I mean well, like they you know they're releasing yeah. sales yeah. numbers yeah. that. Yeah. so really at some point those consoles like they still feel new to me like my head they're sure. still new consoles but they're not like three years old you know yeah, so but, they have to start slowing down
4: if, yeah. yeah but like it's, it's um, in March and April uh it's it's was big switch games switch months because march the big game was zelda and april the big game was uh mario kart but we're gonna get to a point where
1: you yeah, know with
4: well, yeah exactly oh, yeah, so, which we're sort of there now i think yeah. honestly
1: yeah nintendo doesn't have a big game for may right
4: no and june is arms and that's not a big game
3: may was arms no, no may, uh, a...
4: arms comes out during e3
3: and then uh well, splatoon then splatoon, is the is
4: splatoon like july july or august i think yeah splatoon's the one i'm excited about because i didn't play one yeah uh, but no, I think when stuff like uh, God of War, uh, Spider-Man, even yeah. uh, Microsoft stuff like yeah. like Crackdown, well, Red Scorpio, Dead. Red Dead, also. Red Dead uh-
1: uh, PlayStation is aligned with Red, with Red Dead for marketing purposes. Yeah, same thing with Battlefront, Destiny. Like these are huge.
3: I mean, the summer, but I will say the Switch is, uh, Nintendo's bought themselves a little bit of runway and a little bit of padding because the console continues to be sold out, and you know people are digging it. Like if it sort of had a wishy-washy launch and then they had this dead stretch, like man, Nintendo, you know, they'd be in a really tight spot. But since you still can't find one anywhere, how many? Like, are there five million people
4: that still want to buy one and play Zelda? We see, you see, anecdotally, every time we, we put up a link that it's available on Amazon it sells out in like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was 25 minutes today. It was yep. in stock on Amazon. I
2: will say this. People are watching at E3, and E3 matters so much for Nintendo this yeah. year mm-hmm. because if they don't have this well, huge slew of things that we already know is on Sony system, the Sony system, I, I, don't, I don't think it's the same for Microsoft because we don't know what they have that's huge mm-hmm. yet, um, but like Wiz, just Spider-Man and God of War mm-hmm. alone, and then Red Dead is on both of them.
1: That's what I wanted to say. Who, who does E3 2017 matter more to, Nintendo or Microsoft?
4: Nintendo. Oh, it
2: totally matters so much to Microsoft. I think That's it's. Crazy. I think it's
4: Microsoft. Ooh, you think so?
1: Yeah,
2: I no, honestly I don't think not so so. it matters more to one or the other. But man, it's a big show for both of them. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah well, I mean, Microsoft's the ones that are on the ropes. Sure.
4: Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. It's think. less. It's about Microsoft gaining some form of momentum whatsoever yeah. and Nintendo maintaining momentum. And how you know, Nintendo I, has phone momentum still.
2: Yeah. They announced this week that there's gonna be a new Zelda on Well they didn't announce phones. it was well, the New okay, York Times it's like, it's reported. A, a yeah, r- Wall yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Wall Street Journal. Okay. Yeah. And then um and you know with Animal Crossing and stuff but like man, like Pokemon Go, which they had a third of a stake in last year was the biggest Andrew game. And GoFarb got, got his so. Farfetch in Japan. Yeah, they're
3: so not, he needs one more he's, he's, how soon until Andrew invents a reason to go to Australia.
2: No <laughs> Yeah, but they're not in risk of going away anytime soon. Like, this is fine for them. But, like, Microsoft, like, I'm a little bit worried about them making it. Well, the thing
3: about Microsoft being such a big, multi-billion dollar company, that's always in the back of my head, it's like, Nintendo has to figure it out. Mm -hmm. They have to find a path forward. Microsoft, there's someone in that organization saying... Do we even want to do this video game thing? <laughs> like, is this even, like, can we sell yeah. the Xbox business? Can we get out of this business entirely? Like, someone in that org is having that level of conversation. Like, it's not essential to their existence in the way that, like, Nintendo has to find a path through. So it's like, I kind of think about that sometimes. Like, it's been such a hard business for them to break through. But it is a very, very important part of their business because that's how they they're, they get in people's living rooms and how mm. they have, like, a consumer brand. Like, you know, Microsoft Office and Windows aren't consumer
2: brands. Yeah. I'm excited about Scorpio, too. Like, I don't want like, I mean, you know, sure. to... like mean, sure. I say, am, too. I yeah. think be having people yeah. think, like, we're, like, down on... Yeah. That's why I'm... They I'm, could do something really yeah, cool. I'm excited
4: with for E3 because, like, everyone has something to gain and everyone has something to lose.
2: I mean, think what Nintendo did with the Wii U. They mm-hmm. made the Switch. Like, if Microsoft yeah. can pull that off with the Xbox One,
3: that's great. That's why, actually, I do... I said Nintendo first, and I think I want to... I switch my vote to Microsoft. It's going to be a bigger show for them because yeah. they really need to...
1: They need... The Xbox Scorpio needs to win people over. And I guess... In some way, the Nintendo Switch has proven that uh, people can get really excited and like a new console that yeah. doesn't have a ton of software behind it. Yeah. I mean, you Nintendo's done a good job of like one, small you just need that indie games. To, yeah. Yeah. All you need to do is make... Of one of the, the best wild. games
4: of the last decade
3: yeah <laughs> well they're also i mean no netflix no like no yeah, like right? they have so much good new like they launched strong enough that now it's kind of like nothing but upside like when when activision says hey we got six games coming to the switch you know we decided to get behind this console because of its early success and they get a netflix app and an amazon app you know and some of this other stuff like they launched in such a bare bones state that it's like it's kind of all upside all for a while yeah,
2: yeah delays would be a disaster yeah and not having mario this year would be really hard
3: yeah and also you know zelda mario year one like it, i'm they're finally doing the thing where like where are your games like why are you waiting years for these games they're finally doing mario and zelda year one but no, like, i'm worried about what's Year two mm-hmm. you gotta tell us and are they gonna have like an original mario card on this console and how soon like it feel it'll feel bad for that to come too soon yep. so you know like
1: at e3 do you think they announce smash brothers for switch yeah I, I can think, see that being a spring game next
3: year. I think they want all those Wii U games eventually making their way to Switch, but they didn't want it to be seen as like a Wii U port machine at first. So yeah. they're gonna kinda they're gonna dribble them out. Like we'll, we'll get like, Pikmin to each like,
1: one of those like you know, Mario Kart has been such a huge success, and each one of those can be a big success if they just space them out. Right? I so, mean you
3: know. they're gonna follow I think they'll probably call it uh Super Smash Brothers Deluxe. You know, I think they'll follow sure. exactly the Mario Kart model because that's another game that had really good DLC. Like Mario Kart 8's DLC was some of the best DLC ever. Like mm. great courses with great. New Themes,
2: um, we still haven't played their retro game card. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't that insane? Yeah, they can no. do like I think they'll do they you know, just open that library, they'll announce Animal Which Crossing. Has never happened before, they're really bad about that.
3: Animal <laughs> Crossing, Smash, uh,
2: you know, bundle the NES classics n- together. Yeah, yeah, maybe they'll
3: do a SNES remix, like that's Audio a e yeah. three for them, and if they get even a modicum of
1: third party support. Uh, what's particularly impressive about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe being the best-selling game of April is that it was only available for two days wow. of the reporting period. Uh, it was out 28th, and then yep. the actual, because of the way NPD works, it only goes through the April 29th.
4: Yeah, and I read uh, it sold more in those two days than the original Mario Kart 8 sold in its entire first month.
3: That makes for me really happy. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Same. Like, we're unbiased here at IGN. Like, we don't prejudge things. I just I really like Mario Kart, and I like Nintendo, and I'm happy to see them experiencing some success. Mario
2: Kart and Wii is one of the best-selling games of all time, mm-hmm. period. I mean, that series has, has been in many, many, many houses, and everybody knows it.
1: It's just such like a, a force. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that Zelda mobile game that's mm-hmm. supposedly coming after Animal Crossing, do you guys know Pokemon Mystery Dungeon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that series plays like Sheer and the Wanderer, right, where it's turn-based, uh, randomized, crawling, yeah. Randomized dungeons, and every step you take is a turn, right? Uh, I want the Zelda mobile game to be like Zelda Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's a really good idea. Slow or it down, was yeah. it you puzzles. that said uh, that said
4: like Zelda Go? Like, yeah. uh, like. So it's almost these like, puzzle, like grid puzzle paced things. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean it can't be. That's good. I don't want a game where there's a digital
1: D-pad and that's a digital. A, I'm, like, trying, that's I'm trying. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to think what would work. You had the right Pokemon. Just a tap. Yeah. Then let's check in with the listeners. Hey listeners. Hey. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address Gamescoop at IGN.com. Although we should also set up Omega Cops at IGN.com. Yeah. That would work. Gamescoop.com. Uh, this is Andy, the expat from Germany. Nice. Wow. Does that mean he's, he's is an American or was an American? He is an American. Okay. Uh, whoa, he says, whoa, Living in whoa. Germany, an expat from oh, he, he didn't say he's from Germany. From Germany, he's. Does that means he's, he's emailing us from Germany? Yeah, I imagine I he lives if, in Germany, but he was born in America. Right, that's because, the way I read that. Okay,
2: because a patriot, I think, only applies to Americans. No true. one
1: else can be a patriot. I'm, I'm. Is that true? I actually don't know. Is that true? No. <laughs> See, I don't even know. You guys are telling me different things. Yeah. I think the term patriot started
4: as an American thing.
3: I think you can be patriotic for whatever country you're in. I would
4: think. The root word is brother.
3: The French can be patriotic for France, surely. So
1: you can be an expat from anywhere.
3: None of us know anything.
1: Anything. (laughs) There's no way to know. About anything. If you want to know about Disgaea, I can tell you about Disgaea. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is Andy Pack from Germany. He says, I've been listening to Goose Camp for a few years, <laughs> few years now, and there are a few terms that get brought up time and again that are not always immediately clear Uh-oh. to me. One of those terms is Metroidvania. Mm. It is clear that this term originated from Metroid and Castlevania. What is not clear is what qualities exactly make a game Metroidvania. Could mm. you shed some light on this? That's a good question. I love that question.
3: Yeah, you you gain uh, so you're exploring a nonlinear world, a semi-open world, but it's not that open because there's a lot of paths that are blocked off to you till you get upgrades and powers that let you double jump to reach somewhere higher, or a gun that lets you open a door you couldn't open before, and uh, you explore this world, uh, unlocking new powers that then sort of widen the area that you're able to explore and, and investigate.
2: Let me let me shorten that. It's a game like Metroid.
4: Well that's no, it's not like Metroid it's though. It's like Super
1: Metroid. It's like Metroid. Well the original Metroid <laughs> the was original. That a little. Seriously, yeah. it's a game like Metroid. The original Metroid is a Metroidvania, right? So when people say that they're really just saying it's a game like Metroid.
2: Yeah. But, but a lot of people's introduction to Metroid was a game that was like Metroid, which is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Which or is Super Metroid. Not you have to like think about all the Castlevania games and like only Symphony of the Night and then the games that are Symphony of the Night like are like Gba ones, yeah,
3: yeah or, or what was referred to there, yeah. Well, that became all of Castlevania for a while. They've sort of dialed that back now since,
4: but it's that's what Castlevania. No, there's no Castlevania. I mean, the 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 is, yeah. the the, like they're always two D. No, well, Metroid Prime's a Metroidvania. Dark Souls is a Metroidvania. I don't think so. What about like? Because none
2: of the Castlevania games in 3D are Metroidvania. Oh,
4: none of the Castlevania ones, but whoa, 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 there are. some. Th- about-
2: Metroid games are just Metroid-like. So a Metroidvania, I think, has to have the qualities of both those when they're combined
1: Merciless. in 2D platforming. So Metroid Prime is not Metroidvania. No. Nor is That's Batman: Metroid Arkham Game. Asylum.
3: Uh, see, I'm not.
2: Ooh, Arkham
1: Asylum is totally a Metroidvania. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I,
2: call it that. I just wouldn't call it that. There's no vania to it.
1: Uh, well okay so how do you mean? Oh there's avania so, vein- yeah we, we call it castle we call it metroidvania because Castlevania Symphony of the Night popularized the Metroid formula mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is that um, is that correct? Yeah. But- I- Cuz like it's being
3: first of all, it's being very generous to Castlevania. Castlevania isn't really like
1: when you call something Metroidvania. What is Castlevania bringing to the table? Nothing. Just that it borrowed a lot from Metroid? Yeah. Well, These I think games are all Bagman likes. There's an arcade game called Bagman. Bagman screens.
4: <laughs> is Bagman? Bagman Arkham Asylum man? of Metroidvania? <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, it's interesting.
4: Wasn't that? I think the term was coined was either by Jeremy Parrish or Scott Sharkey.
3: See, I don't know no, if it's, one I've one always heard, heard Jeremy Parish, but I don't know if that's a He denies it. it
4: was,
2: <laughs> he
4: doesn't want that baggage, that Bagman uh, baggage. He owns the domain. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. Uh, and then there's also uh, castle droids, the term that uh, a friend of mine invented. No, that's
1: not a real thing. <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> you remember the. Uh, <laughs> so what's the opposite of a metroid? Like, Madden's a castle droid. <laughs> Do you remember the Castlevania, <laughs> the downloadable Castlevania for Xbox Live Arcade? That was like a multiplayer. Oh, yeah. No. Boss Rush. many of distance, like, I think. It was all. It was I like a know. loot. That's one of the GBA games. No. It was. What?
4: What was it? He played this. It, it was, was XBLA. XBLA. It was a multiplayer that was like. Oh, yeah. That was it's
1: great. It's like all about clicking loot. Yeah. And you all fought this giant boss together. That was have, so good. I've never
3: heard of this game, but it's not oh. called Harmony and of Distance because that's one of the GBA What
2: ones. was cool is that it scrolled way in and way out. Yeah. So you'd be in like a. Oh, that's right. right. And I, then I then do remember up. that. you see everybody in the room. If
3: you went in the opposite, opposite direction, the camera got farther and farther and farther away. And it was more like death trap filled, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. It was like not much of a real Castlevania game, but I remember us playing it. But I don't remember if it was actually any good. Yeah, like to, I wonder if that's backwards compatible. Harmony
4: of Despair. Ooh, of Despair. you were very close. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I actually recently have revisited the GBA Castlevania games, uh, and they're 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 cool and they're good but like playing them like well there's three of them uh, all in like one yeah, very, yeah. it just it's starts, starts it's all like well wow, I've done this before yeah yeah it's all very same you need to be your part is what you're saying they get, I mean, they get
3: yeah. away with a lot in that by spreading out the sequels yeah. Yeah. and the and the second one uh, that's Harmony of Dissonance I believe on the GBA is uh, really famous for being uh, if you played on a Game Boy Advance SP or uh, you know some other screen that has a backlight like if you're playing it on your computer or whatever the colors are so bright and garish and terrible because it was a response to Circle of the because it was on the original GBA that we had should that not have a dark, non backlit yeah. screen. And Circle of the Moon was a GBA launch game and you couldn't see it. Like it was so dark. You yeah. had to like shine a light perfectly on your screen to be able to play Circle of the Moon. So they released a sequel that looks gorgeous on a non backlit GBA and on any other screen, it looks terrible. <laughs>
1: Actually, I haven't played Symphony of the Night in a long time. It yeah. It's great. I should revisit that one. I
3: downloaded it. It's backwards compatible on Xbox One, and I have it on 360, and so I just replayed it recently.
1: It's great. What's a better Metroidvania game, Symphony of the Night or a Super Metroid? Super Metroid. It's like
4: Sophie's Choice. I like them the same. But Super, Super Metroidvania's, Metroidvania's Choice. Earlier. Nah, Super Metroid.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. I like Zero Mission. I think that's the best. best well, yeah, so... Period. Uh, Speaking of the handheld ones, uh, a Metroidvania that I've never played that is supposed to be good is Aliens Infestation. Yes, on DS It's really good. Yeah. It was like released right near the end of the DS when the 3DS is being released. That game's
2: not very complicated though. It, it ends before you think it would. Then there's Shantae. Those games are. I haven't played the Shantae games. Are they Metroidvanias? Uh, well, I think-, I think those are. Uh, what's the alien game called? Infestation. I think those are uh, Shant-festation games. <laughs> All right,
1: okay.
2: all, all right. right. <laughs> uh, any Alva- I just coined that. You can't take that from me. <laughs>
1: oh, you like Sean Festations? <laughs> that sounds awful. Uh, what, I want to know what Metroidvania anagrams to. You're just used
2: to Metroidvania. That yeah. used to
1: sound awful. The other term that Andy, the expat from Germany, would like clarified is what is a schmup? And he it. He spells it S C H M up like a schmear. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've seen it spelled that way. Yeah, that but it's like I. it doesn't. I mean, you, you like these games? You can yeah. take this one. So it's
1: just short for shoot 'em up. Just sort of a compressed version of shoot 'em up, which is so like a
3: first-person shooter.
1: No, I'm asking.
3: I'm intentionally no.
1: Yeah, it generally refers to like old-school arcade shooters, like bullet hell. To, yeah, bullet hell, side-scrolling or top-down. Uh, a lot Stuff of times. like R-type, R-type, R-type. and even Don Gradius. Except so like R-type and Gradius are sh- shmups, but not bullet hell. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah that's bullet true. hell is like a certain type of shmup. Right. Well, and what does that mean? Uh, it's just like when the screen is filled with bullets. Bullet hell is not on patchy that series.
3: Yeah, you're right. That's a really important distinction because you know shmups like our type or whatever are more about like twitch skill, you know, and dodging. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think about bullet hell, they almost become like puzzle games. They're more about like pattern recognition, mm. like oh, yeah. finding the gaps yeah. in in the bullets and um, and getting through them that way. Yeah. I mean, there's still an element of twitch skill, but like sometimes they deliberately have slowdown in it to like help you survive. Yeah. And like see, like, see what's about to come, or and uh,
2: how to dodge. Yamashi Wars, shmups. Uh, yeah, I guess so, but it's like, it's a little bit different. I've yeah. heard those described as twitch shooters. I would say or no. Arcade shooters. That's a twin stick shooter so in my mind. Another a weird
4: question. A single screen twin would stick. It's Robotron like. It's definitely a robot. You have like a first person shmup. Huh? Serious no. Sam is all about just like.
3: Next, it's not dodging. At you.
4: It's, I think it's dodging,
1: right? Yeah. You're not dodging bullets. Dodging You're dodging men. The Dodging mechanic is actually really important. That's yeah. like an important clarification, I think. Yeah. No. I know, it's, it, it's, it seems like as soon as Doom happened, it, it became about first-person shooters yeah. instead of shmups. What about Sin and Punishment? Yeah. That's an on-rails shooter. shooter. Yeah, yeah like, like Space Harrier. Yeah. Like maybe like tangentially related. It's in the shmup family. Shmup has- shmup. Yeah. Maybe there's like <laughs> maybe there's like the shooter. The overall shooter family and shmups is like. I kind of now want to create like a genre family tree.
3: Shmup and on rails are. Star Fox 64. I don't. Sean is asking about Star Fox. That's a rail shooter. It's a rail shooter. Yeah, shooting. I would yeah. say Sin and Punishment. They're cousins. You know, yeah. they're not schmups. They're not allowed to like kiss. They me. have, the, sh- they have well, the same grandfather, but they're not, not allowed. Illegal, to kiss.
1: but frowned upon.
2: <laughs> and now you know what it's like when we put together lists like top 100 RPGs oh, to dope. be in the room while we determine what an RPG is. The worst is. thing. Sufferable. And I'll, I'll give you a little hint there. Uh, we've never figured out what an RPG is. It's terrible. <laughs> Steve Butts was
3: drawing diagrams on the whiteboard with know. like, and he drew a line. and Everything on this side. Of line's in RPG, and then it's Dan was trying to say that Diablo 3 wasn't an it's RPG. It's kind of
4: like 12 Angry Men, and at a certain point, you're like,
1: all right, I don't care, just kill him." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, this is Matt from Bellingham, Washington. Ooh. Nice. He says, just wanted to share a personal story about Yonoid. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> a game and character I had never heard of before GameScoop episode 434. I think that's when it was uh, the video game 20 Questions. Yeah. Uh, he says, I was playing trivia last night at the pub, and one of the categories was advertising, where we were tasked with naming the brand, giving the mascot or brand ambassador. The second question in the category was to name the brand that the Noid was advertising for. I knew immediately that it was Domino's solely because of 20 questions. Nice. I wish I could say that answering that question correctly propelled us to a beer field victory. Mm. Alas, we had to settle for a middle-of-the-pack finish. Huh. thought you guys would like to know that you are truly a force for good that in the cool world. Also steal that category. Yeah, I was say. You will steal yeah. that category. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know why Domino's stopped using the Noid? Yes, because that dude named the Noid held up the Domino's. Well, his name isn't the Noid. Oh, his last name was Noid, right? But a mentally yeah. unstable man with the last name Noid thought the commercials were a personal attack against him. I think this is in Atlanta, yeah. and he went to a Domino's and held no. the employees there hostage at gunpoint. At, gunpoint. at gunpoint. I've
3: never heard oh, this. Oh yeah,
1: for hours. Yeah. Thankfully, no one was harmed. However, he was arrested. He was not—I uh, don't think he went to prison because he was found mentally insane. But he went to a mental institution and, very sad, into the story later killed himself. Whoa! And that's why the noid is no longer used. Same, same exact thing happened with that moon at McDonald's. The moon with That was for their late night menu, right? Is that what it was for? The moon with sunglasses. <laughs> Remember that guy? <laughs> hey, do, is you this about me? Plays <laughs> piano.
4: Did you know that Taco Bell Chihuahua uh, a bit a dude and had to be put down. <laughs> uh, that was really sad. I'm
3: gonna play this game. Anymore. <laughs> I'm just I'm imagining like an alternate universe, like a like an Earth Two that didn't have you know a mentally unstable man with the last name no- like would we still have the Noid? No, we would not.
2: The Noid is in the Domino's pinball machine.
1: So the noid is you know, in the recent years. sanctions is sort Domino's of like, stuff. I think they brought him back for some sort of online campaign mm-hmm. or like put him on a T-shirt or something. But yeah, I think they officially discontinued using them in their ad campaigns in 1989. Probably a good move. And this has been Yo Scoop. This is Jeremy in Chicago. He says, love the show. Thanks for doing it each week. Thank you also for the retro chiptunes you splice into the show. My question is, how many more bone-dry summers without substantial new titles must we suffer through? Oh, come on. The only thing I plan on buying between now and the fall is Shadow of War, and that's not until August 22nd. You all have talked on the show before about the reasons for this season-long drought. That's the worst. But no more, I say. When will we unclog our crusty backlogs and have major publishers shower us with new releases in June, July, and August? Is this not good business sense?
4: If anyone is caught up with all the games from the first four months of this year, then you are incredible. And I applaud you because I am stoked to not have
1: games come out for a month. It is true. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Uh, I have a backlog I'm still working through. An incredible uh, first half of the year for Mm -hmm. games already. However, he is correct. If you're just looking at big releases for June, July, and August... Middle or Shadow of War is pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I do, personally, I mean, this is just a weird mental quirk of mine. I lump August into fall. I don't think about it as being a summer month. I think about June, July as like summer. Well, that's weird. We were just talking. You're robbing
1: (laughs) yourself of an an extra month of summer? You go back to school in August. Yeah, but you go back to school at the end of August. August 23rd. We were just
4: talking about whether September qualifies as summer or fall. Oh, no, no, no. A lot of people, legally, summer doesn't end until the 21st (laughs) of September.
3: Leaf the Cops, Marty. Um, no, Call the Summer Cops. The reason I scoffed when Damon was reading the question is because
4: it was just two years ago that Witcher 2 dropped right in the summer. Witcher 3. 3, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. And we had, uh, well, that was May. Yeah. Same thing with The Last of Us. Like, May has been the last couple of years. I think Uncharted Arkham Knight, 4, right? Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4 was last May. Uh, you know, this year we had Parade and Justice. But yeah, uh, June and July are
1: genuinely, generally pretty slow yeah, months.
2: Last June. We Wait, it's still- May right now. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We were supposed to get No Man's Sky last June, but then that got pushed back to August. And anyway. yeah, so I mean, I think
4: the big things in June, like we said, our Arms, the Crash trilogy, and I think July is Splatoon, Agents
1: of Man. Honestly, I was, yeah. Honestly, looking at the entire summer, there's nothing that I am super interested in until Shadow of War and Everybody's Golf.
3: In, oh in man, August. everybody's going to be so good.
1: I mean, that's going to be awesome. But that's I mean, not until August.
3: It's such an opportunity to just pluck out, like, look at IGN's Game of the Year nominees or, you know, the Metacritic best games from the last few years, like, whatever tool you want to use and say, I did never play Stardew Valley. I did never play this. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
4: you get a chance to play Nier or Neo yeah, that's or, true. yeah, yep. Resident Evil. I am in disbelief that people don't put out a hit game
2: in June, right after E3, when everybody's interested in games. All and kids make, are out of school. Make money all summer. What? Yeah. Games. Playing goes way up in the summer, and we know that because our, our game help him. traffic goes way up in the summer. Yeah. People are playing uh, games all the time. Put out your games then. You know, what used to come out in the summer, Metroid Prime. What like it was a summer series? Is that true? Yeah. They, all the primes come out in the summer? At least one and two did, and maybe three.
3: I remember Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion came out the same day.
2: I remember that. Yeah. Huh.
4: And they had a weird. Uh, they had. The, they I'm had pretty that sure Metroid Prime there. and Metroid Fusion were in November. I think that's maybe. I can't remember. So I now. remember being depressed the whole month because I don't like that what
2: game. What am I thinking of? Su- Sunshine? I remember thinking of GameCube games. Sunshine so Wind seems Waker, like a summer game. Wind Waker and I Sunshine, I think Prime 2 were all late
1: summer I games. You might be right. See that?
2: Nintendo used to hit this window and I really liked it. Yeah,
1: no longer. I'm at a loss for big games I can think of that came out in July. And Jokazooie came out in June. No
3: way, really? Yeah, I remember that. That's
1: I remember weird. getting it for my birthday. Yeah.
2: June
3: huh? Mm-hmm. It's crazy that if you play a game and it's partially because we just know Banjo-Kazooie really well now but you can play that game in two sittings you know like I'm just gonna blast through it all in one weekend but like that was like your summer game like yeah. I'm and, and it's not like you were just playing it for a half hour and putting it down like people played it and played it and played it at least for me it's because I wasn't using guides I didn't have game sure. help so it's like I'm just wandering around I'd wander all the way out of Grunty's Castle when I didn't know where to go no. and wander around the overworld and then wander back in. It's Gosh
2: like, I get to play ukulele this summer.
3: What a bunch of dumb kids we you were. Yeah, you were dumb. What's coming out for
2: Switch?
1: Side-down question TBD. mark. Yeah. Uh This is Nick. He says... it? Well, hold on. He says, hello, Damon, and the rest of the Omega Cops panel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Nick yes. from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay. And I'm a relatively new fan of the show. I can say that I'm hooked and think you guys do a great job reporting the gaming news of the world. Getting to my question, I'd like to say that within two weeks, I'm attending... Graduate, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm graduating high school and later this year I'm attending college at WMU. That being said, I'm kind of kind of at an impasse for what I should do for a career. Mm-hmm. Watching your show, it brought the question to mind would I enjoy reporting video game news? So I thought, who better to ask than the Game Scoop panel themselves? Mm-hmm. Which brought me to ask these hopefully not too personal questions. Starting off, do you all enjoy your jobs? <laughs> yes, stream yes. job. Yes. Best. yes. You kidding me? I enjoyed it. In my 11 years, every Wednesday. For the past 11 years, I've never dreaded getting up for work Monday morning. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, same. Same. Next question Uh, What are the main requirements for being a video game journalist, if that's the actual job title? Back in the day, when I started, for the entry level position in editorial, you needed two things you needed to know a lot about video games, and you needed to be a good writer. Mm. Change a little, you know, those are still. Uh two good things. Necessary requirements, but I think the uh, skill set has expanded a little bit. And Sam yeah. can probably speak a little bit more. I just about. posted two job descriptions a couple weeks ago. We talked about on
2: Game Scoop. I won't uh, go over what those are, but definitely check them out. They're still up, not filled. Uh, and you can look up IGN is hiring because they wrote an article about it. And in those, you can go in and look at the bullet points I wrote for those jobs, and they will answer this question. And some of those things are really obvious. And I think we've even talked about them on the show before too. But uh, we, at this point, we need you to have published work, and published work means uh, you can be your own published work. You could do that on your own YouTube channel. You could be uh, just streaming all the time, or you could be, you know, just publishing stuff in uh, on your own website. A lot of people that apply for jobs here have created their own website, and it looks and sounds and, and acts a lot like IGN. I, I think that's amazing. Like that's that took a lot of work, and uh, if you have to create. We will know it by seeing how much you've created already, because you know back when I didn't have this job, all I wanted to do was come home and write about video games. Like that's the t- type of person I want to hire. And uh, these days, it's all about making video too, about video games. So I think having a basic skills to edit and uh, publish your own videos is very important. And uh, and still, writing skills are at, uh, utmost important. And it's not just because we make videos. Uh, we're even though we're making videos more we write scripts for those videos mm-hmm. and we have to read them and they have to sound natural. And then we have to title those videos and we have to make sure everybody sees them. And that takes really good headline form. You learn that in school. You can go get that in journalism, but a lot of people uh, now read YouTube guidelines and understand how to headline stuff from that, which is awesome. So we did want to see what you've done. That's creative and amazing. And even if it's not professional, that's like the best first step for what requirements there are for the job.
3: Everyone in editorial core editorial uh, has to as part of the interview process as a camera test so you it, it's for some jobs it's critically important for some jobs it's not quite as critically important but it's still something we look at. Um, And that's not true. I got hired six years ago and even I had to do a camera test. So, you know, in the old school, you didn't have to do that. And now that's one way the business has changed is you have to be multidisciplinary now in a way that you didn't have to be before. Um, So you don't need to be an expert. You don't need to be great. But we, you know, we require everyone to at least be able to speak extemporaneously about games without completely, you know, falling apart because that is a part of this job.
2: Yeah. Yeah, And we have different types of writers now, right? Like we have some writers that are just focused on features and some that are just focused on news. And so, but the vast majority of people we hire, uh, we want to know if they're good critics. And a good critic is someone who uh, just will immediately share their opinion about these pop culture topics with Mm -hmm. this movie, TV, comic or game. And uh, we love working with those people. And they're also uh, have an informed opinion, which is really important and can deliver it in a really Kind, smart way,
1: you know they're not they're not jerks about it. Mm-hmm. And his final question is: Is this a job that I can live off of? And we're all, well, we're all still living. We're all still living in what is you know probably the most expensive city in America. So, you know, I don't think too many people go into uh, gaming media looking to get rich. Mm-hmm. But you know. We're. we're yeah, all
2: I, still, I lived as a freelancer yeah. off this job. All right, so there's different levels yeah. of living off of off of work, you know, yeah. which is really important.
3: I mean, right. it's not unique.
1: I mean, media in general. Yeah, that's not that's a high paying career. Yeah field it It just isn't however you know if you're talking about a job that is rewarding and empowering Mm and fun and enjoyable games like these, you know we have a game library
2: we get to play everything for free i mean that's that's a heck of a perk (laughs) it is for me i mean that saves me i
3: mean we say it kind of as a joke i mean i know you're not joking but i mean all joking aside if i would have bought 20 games a year that's basically like a thousand bucks in my pocket you know that i don't have to spend that money
1: All right, it's time to play Video Game 20 Questions. Yes. Our question this week comes from Isaac Valdez in Fort Worth, Texas. So a couple people have been commenting, and I've been
2: seeing your comments, and I believe them. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm a little bit skeptical about the exact difference it's going to make. But a lot of people are saying, only go for consoles, don't go for a year. And I think well, dividing it by two thousand first like divides it into a couple consoles and a couple consoles, yeah. and it might eliminate one question out of that. I
1: don't know. Though. What people say is they should you should ask what generation it's from. Yeah. The problem is that like that's not how I think. No.
2: we do
3: ask that. We say About, sixty, you know, PS One.
1: Yeah, uh, but I can't tell you that what the fourth generation of consoles was. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't I use think that number. Right. A lot I of younger gamers can. They've like learned to think of it that way. But like <laughs> okay. I never have. I can't. Yeah. I can't tell you right off the top of my head what the but fourth. You don't, generation Do you count
3: was. like as first gen? Well,
1: hmm. there is an actual if you. Go. Like, like I think we're in like the seventh. Now we or know Damon's great weakness. Yeah, that would be my weakness. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's
4: also all of our weaknesses. What? He'd be like, yes, it is sixth generation. You'd be like, oh what does that mean? <laughs> all
1: right, let the questioning begin. All right. Does your character speak? Yes.
4: It's not Chrono Trigger, guys. Definitely not Chrono Trigger. Uh is uh, is this game uh after uh <laughs> January first,
1: <laughs> immediately
3: th- we heard your suggestion. We <laughs> well, I, did, I didn't like the, I
1: personally didn't like the suggestion. Uh, after January first, two thousand, yes. Um, was this on the Xbox
2: three hundred and sixty era of generation of consoles? You're uh, Asking if
1: it was part of that generation. Yeah. No.
2: All right. Is this uh, well? So
1: it's either so
3: it's either a generation
4: or
1: yeah.
3: Um, okay, so is it the generation before Xbox
4: GameCube, PS two? Part of that. No. As an is it that generation? The yeah. Xbox GameCube PS2 generation?
3: Hold on. Ask this question again. Is it a part of the Xbox GameCube PS2
4: generation? Yes. I don't like where that went. I don't like where that went at all. Uh, was this a console exclusive? To, was it exclusive to one of the platforms? Yes. Ooh. Nice. I'm kind of worried it is is a handheld game. Yeah, that's fine. Is this a handheld <gasps> game?
3: Oh, it, we, no. we burn questions on it every week. Is it ever a handheld game? Sometimes. Sure. Is this a handheld game?
1: No. Okay. I'm okay. not
4: worried anymore.
3: Uh, I mean, is it an Xbox exclusive?
1: No.
4: <laughs> is it a PS2 exclusive? Yes. All right.
3: Ooh, Ape <laughs> That's not. That's PS1. <laughs> that's
4: not? Is it? Yes, it was. PS1, because they introduced analog sticks. Oh,
3: right. Was
2: this made in Japan? No. Ooh, good question. Ooh.
3: Western. so what is that? That eliminates a lot.
2: Speaking <laughs> of Westerns, it could be Red Dead.
3: No, it can't. Well, so that means that on it. Xbox? That
2: was on Xbox as well. Yeah, I don't
3: know this. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. No, stop it. That's PS2.
4: Stop talking about PS2. 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 <laughs> uh,
3: Jack and Daxter. It could be Jack and Daxter. So Naughty Dog Insomniac. It
4: means Naughty Dog could be Insomniac. Um. Uh, it, Wait. Okay.
3: Because it's Western made PS2 exclusive. Where your character speaks. Yeah. Did, uh, I mean, was this game, was this game? Did you do like hopping and bopping in this game
4: <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh is it a hop and bopper
3: <laughs> it a hop and bop like a plat
4: like a platforming game no oh That's it's definitely, 10. it's definitely not one of the games we mentioned those yeah. are both hop and boppers <clears throat> uh is this a is this a, a, a mature game a mature game
1: like rated in for mature
3: yeah yes is it finally, really good is it
4: finally gonna be black no that
3: was a multi-platform
4: game uh, so this could be. Manhunt. I, I was about to say, I believe Manhunt and S- that Manhunt, to, that came to... I don't. Th- I think Manhunt and State of Emergency were PS2 exclusives.
2: Does
3: this have sequels? Yes. Manhunt had a sequel. State it of Emergency did. did not. Correct. Manhunt was not rated M. It was rated AO, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was
4: Source. Mm,
2: it was, it was just the stores. second one had almost was
4: okay. Uh, it's not GTA 3 because that could be Xbox and every literally everything else ever.
1: I mean, uh, uh, okay. Well, Oh, wait, where you... I mean, so what do you say? You ask what... Oh, wait, now is, it might be... If the game is exclusive to a console for years and then comes to it later, it's oh, not considered... Oh, no! Exclusive. Is it GTA 3? It might yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wait, you were... That was like, yeah. you shot from the hip, dude. That wasn't a real question. Also, it could have been... It, I mean, that wasn't a real question. You said it. You yeah. asked, was it GTA 3? Yeah. No, like, I know. It could have been Vice I'll City or San I'll take address. credit for the win.
3: <laughs> but now that the cat's out of the bag, I just want to say that was me just... Uh, I'm just thinking. There were no bullets in no. the gun. <laughs> I,
4: feel like, no. it's like, <laughs>
1: I mean, it's like I can't ever clarify yeah. anything without giving it away. It's I, hard, but not, I don't want you to like. I would not call GTA Three a console exclusive, except that it was. It came to Xbox.
3: Yeah, but yeah, later. That? So, like, what is like it? That no, I mean, so, okay. Gen. I mean,
1: that's fine. If okay. you want me to answer those questions that way, I can. You can start but clarifying,
2: like, I, maybe like. Or do you mean at launch or for all time or something like that?
1: I mean, no, it's a
4: good point. If if we got to uh, Super Nintendo and the answer was linked to the past, and yeah. we said it wasn't exclusive, yeah. Well, yes, it's an exclusive, but it also came to every Nintendo I mean, platform. I'm not yeah. saying
3: this needs to be the 20 Questions rule. In my mind, it's like like I think about like Valkyria Chronicles did come to Steam eventually,
4: like yeah. years I later, mean, but nobody ever
3: thinks about that. No, as like, GTA
4: 3 didn't come to Xbox until the trilogy came out, so it was years. Did we win yeah. this? Yeah. yeah, you guys won this. Oh,
2: I mean, Mega Cops! It's
1: because we won, I can't, but we're upset. I kind of had to give it away. Yeah, a scoop. Like, gem. I, I'm not trying to mislead anybody. I but, you know, so we just need to establish some rules. If you want, when you ask the question, if it's exclusive, you want me to literally take you literally, meaning it remains an exclusive today? That's why I said all those Super Nintendo games are now on Wii and Wii U. Yeah, but that's virtual console.
3: I mean, I don't know. It doesn't count, dude. I mean, but in my mind, again, GTA, like, I, I think, like, that game sold many, many millions of copies on Xbox, I yeah, think. Yeah,
4: but when like. I think of, if someone was like, what were the big PS2 exclusives, I'd probably lost GTA. Uh, I wouldn't. I
1: would. I mean, Resident Evil 4 was exclusive
4: to the, the GameCube. Game Cube. Yeah.
1: It came to PS2. Or, yeah, yeah, but later. it was. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> on, on Damon's side. We lost right. this one. No, you didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't lose. You Wait guys a second. Got it out there. Anyway, thank you, Isaac Valdez, to okay, yeah. Fort Worth, That's Texas, nice. for that suggestion. Mm-hmm. If you have your own suggestions for Video Game 20 Questions, you can email them to Gamescoop at IGN.com. And that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and as cop, me go.